0: Feeling about this. Welcome to episode three hundred and seventy seven of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Hals Burkhardt, and I'm your host, Will Wynn. And Buddy fucking the uh, second to last episode of the year. Oh my goodness. Man, time flies. Another fucking year. Heading into 2023, baby. Boy, it's got to be better, right? Tell me it has to be better. Well, <laughs> I get,
1: 2023 got to be the year for me,
0: baby. <laughs> please. Please. Got to um, be. So, buddy, um we talked last week. Didn't really expect there to be much news. Surprised the surprised there isn't but we have um a little bit of stuff and then we're gonna maybe talk about a little star wars christmas memories because it's almost christmas that's right i did all my wrapping today dude i'm that's terrible what i was doing
1: earlier tonight before oh, really? i went to I had to get the kids to bed
0: yeah i was uh I did all my wrapping today, and man, do I fucking suck at wrapping presents, man! I, it's oh, just dude. something I don't get the con. I don't know why. They never look good. They look all crinkly and busted. Ugh, ugh.
1: There, I'm kind of um, a gift wrapping like student. I oh. enjoy gift wrapping. I've got some techniques and some flourishes. Like, the extra fold, like, not Mm. leaving the rough edge when you draw the two pieces together and tucking it under and sealing it hard and making it, like, edgeless.
0: That's pretty fun. Bro, I'm so jealous that you have that ability. Dude. I'm not good at it. And I try. You know? I take my time. Uh I bought all new scissors. This year I said, I'm going to nail the wrapping this year. I got it. Uh, and I, I got, think
1: like, you're probably being harder on yourself than you need to be I bet your pr- pr- presents look pretty damn
0: good. they don't well they don't like I, I appreciate the fucking faith in me but it, it they don't <laughs> they don't but like I I was like I'm getting the fucking fancy tape dispenser brand new pair of scissors boom A disaster disastrous no way um, So buddy um listen. Before we jump into talking about the little bit of stuff that is out there to talk about, you guys should go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your Blue Harvest and Weird Foot needs. He's getting tired of saying that. No, I can hear it. No, I'm not getting tired of saying it at all. It's just every time I go to say it, I go, I did this to myself. <laughs> I did this to myself. Um, so... Over there, you can find links to all our social media accounts, you know, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. I've been streaming on Twitch a bunch. You guys should come hang out, and um, it's a good time. You also find access to our Patreon, patreon Patreon.com/slash BlueHarvestPodcast, where you can get access to all our exclusive Patreon content.
1: One of the really cool things about your stream is being able to talk to and connect with the fans in chat, mm-hmm. like the listeners in chat. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun interacting with the community.
0: Yeah, a lot of folks uh, fucking stop by. Fucking you talk Dougie, Sean, Emily, Billy up late playing with his worm, <laughs> Kobe. Uh, Mr. Yep. Freeze, Josh Chapman, bunch of folks, Rick V and the Wave, all kinds of people. Come hang out; yep. it's a good time. <laughs> um. So listen, not only are we recording, we're recording a day early because uh, Will has some some holiday stuff going on tomorrow. But we're recording on my dude Will's birthday. Happy birthday, buddy!
1: Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I have uh, spent many birthdays of mine with you, and those were super fun ones. I have
0: great memories from all of those, buddy. Do you remember how anxious you were about your fucking 2012 birthday because it it fell on the date that Mayan calendar day? Oh yeah, that that the world started, was supposed to. You end. Were like, man, it really bugs me that they're saying the world's going to end on my birthday, and I was like, man, nothing's going to happen. He's like, it might, it could, it could. You don't, <laughs> you don't know, know
1: that- nothing will happen. Yeah, no.
0: I uh, I definitely was. That was funny. And then it came and went. Or maybe it didn't. Maybe that's when this fucking hell started. Maybe that's
1: when this timeline began.
0: Yeah. I bet you that maybe. other timeline, Halls, fuck, man. He's doing real good. Walking around. I do. I wonder what. Dancing. Yeah. What prime universe Will and Halls are up to. Bro, I don't know. Probably playing in the NBA. The oldest player in the NBA, but balling, you know, with them robot <laughs> shoes or feet or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Man. man. Well, regardless, buddy, happy birthday. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Oh, been a like good that. One.
1: I'm so glad that I get to spend it talking to you right here at the end, doing my favorite thing. Yeah, man. What'd you get up to for your birthday? I woke up and made breakfast for the family, and we hung out and had a good time, and then I helped with a baby and the kids and me and the, my mom came over to why help watch the kids and me and my wife went out and had lunch together uh just the two of us
0: nice and that was
1: really nice we picked out some cookies some christmas cookies that she had ordered uh which looked really nice and uh came back home did the Man. did the family family thing again and uh just had a great day, you know. Just had a I wrapped a bunch of the kids' presents while they were chilling in the room with mom. You know, I tried to do it, tried
0: to do it big and do it efficiently, big time, doing it big time. Doing a big time. Which one is this for you? Uh, 37, 37 in a row. Yep, my man, look at you.
1: I did lose a couple there somewhere, what but you mean- uh, it was a good time. You know, the memory of them. Oh, yeah.
0: A couple (laughs) years in there. Phew. That happens. That can happen. Man. Well, regardless of all that, buddy, I'm glad you had a good day. Happy birthday. Man, I'm stoked to have you as a friend. Dude,
1: I'm really glad to be here. Not even, I mean, obviously as your friend, but like... To be on this endeavor in this podcast and then in this friendship with you. Like, I found really lucky to have found you as a friend. No one else in my life uh, really appreciates or understands Star Wars like I did until I met you. And I was like, oh, this is my dude. This dude and I... (laughs) We know Star Wars on a level... And I know that seems like a weird connection to on-brand. No. But it's really the truth. Like, we had a lot in common game systems and stuff. We're like, oh, no. This dude knows just as much as me plus more about Star Wars. And we can we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. You can't talk about Star Wars with just everybody, right? Like, you can't go into the deep minutia, really, with everyone.
0: Right. But with you and I, we could. Man. Do you remember... Back in the day when we lived together here at this same house I live in now, when we would drive around, like if we were on a road trip or something, we'd sit there and go like, oh, man. What do you think what do you think they would do if they ever decided to do a Star Wars sequel trilogy or uh, all the time or like, do you think they'll ever do a sequel trilogy? Um, And I remember always being the one the guy that was like, they'll do it eventually. And you're like, I don't know, man. He says he's done and then i remember vividly watching an episode of i can't remember if it was the colbert Report or um the daily show that george lucas was on promoting red tails that movie about the african american airmen that he produced uh-huh. um and in that interview he was like this is the closest you'll ever get to another star wars movie and you're like see he said it and i was like i don't believe him he's a liar will that man is a liar <laughs> so and look at us now look at all the new star wars we got look at that you know what we got so much new star wars coming boom that's a segue so boom. um <clears throat> disney released some sort of like synopsises for all their content coming next year including all the star wars stuff there's nothing huge here but there's some tasty little morsels so they have um, the Bad Batch season two. It says when the new season of Star Wars, the Bad Batch opens. Months have passed since the events of on Kamino and the Bad Batch continue their journey navigating the Empire after the fall of the Republic. They will cross path with friends and foes, both new and familiar, as they take on a variety of thrilling mercenary missions that will take them to unexpected and dangerous new places. Fuck yeah. Cast, D. Bradley Baker, D. Bradley Baker, D. Bradley Baker, <laughs> D. Bradley Baker, D. Bradley Baker, uh, Michelle Ang, uh, Rhea Perlman, Nashir DeLal, and Wanda Sykes. Nice. Bruh. That D. Bradley Baker show. I'm excited for that, man. That's not that far away.
1: Rhea Perlman. Is isn't that Danny DeVito's wife?
0: Is it? Huh. Buddy, I don't know.
1: Maybe I should look that up as we carry on.
0: No, I'm looking it up right now. Power of the internet. Personal life. Yep. Yep. She was married to Danny DeVito from 1982 to 2017. Oh. They're not together anymore. Oh, that's sad. Huh. I had no idea.
1: Oh Danny DeVito, he's a funny guy. I saw someone had a Christmas instead of a Christmas tree, they just had a cardboard cutout stand up of Danny DeVito that they wrapped in lights. Nice. And he responded to
0: that on Twitter. He was like, "I am proud to be here." Nice Christmas, Danny. I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Then they have a synopsis for Mandalorian season three. The journeys of the mandalorian through the star wars galaxy continue once a lone bounty hunter Din jarn has reunited with grogu meanwhile the new republic struggles to lead the galaxy away from its dark history the mandalorian will cross paths with his old allies and make new enemies as he and grogu continue their journey together look at these all these new allies and new enemies that are showing up in both of these shows that's going to be crazy um that line about the New Republic struggling to lead the galaxy away from its dark history, that fascinates me. Yeah. I, I want to see some more, re, like, Republic stuff. I want to know what's going on in the Republic in that time of the timeline. So, yeah, if they expand on that a little bit, I'm down. Hell yeah, so am I. Um, I don't need to read off the fucking cast list because I, uh, I just wanted to do that D. Bradley Baker joke. before uh then they got star wars young jedi adventures set during the high republic era star wars young jedi adventures follows younglings as they study the way of the force and learn valuable skills needed to become jedi compassion self-discipline teamwork patience and friendship it will be the first full-length animated star wars series created for preschoolers all right, so probably not really going to uh, be my jam. I'll definitely check it out, but you know who could yeah. be, you know who could be interested in that? My dude Liam. Yeah, right? Like Star Wars Muppet babies. I don't think it's necessarily Muppet Muppet babies as it's kind of like uh those GI Joe PSAs. You know what I mean? Oh, it right. seems like it's easier. He loves as- the creature ones. Yeah, those creature ones are cool. He does really like those. Dude, That's have actually you watched, his first um, book into Star Wars if we're being honest. Yeah, well, one of the times he was on the um the the i can't remember if it was when we were about to record or if it was one night when we were playing xbox he was asking me about some of those creatures
1: uh-huh
0: and i was like oh yeah
1: here we go here we He go. knows the next huh. like that one has stuck for some reason um i can't remember what else is the rancor
0: he asked about the rancor and, is who, who what he asked me about yeah um do you have you checked out that show it's hard to call it a show, but have you watched Star Wars biomes on Disney plus? I have tried to, and I made it a little ways in and Liam wouldn't let me finish it. Yeah. They're just, they're like just neat to put on in the background. Sometimes I'll put those on while I'm falling asleep and shit and be like, I'm flying over Hoth. Look at me. Big strong boy. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Look at me. I'm flying over Hoth.
1: Reminds me of that moving art. I'm not sure if that was Netflix or something, but it was like, slow tv kind of stuff like that mm. um like drone footage through the swiss alps you know real oh, slow yeah. set to music or something buddy a uh, train ride
0: to oslo you know i watch one with of a my fireplace one of my most watched things on youtube are like 4k japan walkthroughs like yeah. with somebody's just got like a 4k gopro or something and they're just walking through japanese streets or the fucking countryside Boy, do I watch the hell out of those while I'm trying to fla- fall asleep or just chilling. That uh, sounds really fun. I'd like to check that out. I want to go to Japan so bad. Maybe next year. It would year. be really cool. Um, Star Wars Visions Volume 2. Star Wars Visions is an animated anthology fe- uh, series featuring cel- celebratory expressions of Star Wars storytelling. Seven Japanese anime studios brought their unique talents and perspective to Star Wars Visions Volume 1. Launching in 2023, Volume 2 will feature stories from creative teams from Chile, France, Japan, India, Ireland, Spain, South Africa, South Korea, the UK, and the US to showcase the incredible animation happening across each country and culture through the mythos of Star Wars cool man i I wish they hadn't moved on from it being all anime just yet you know yeah maybe for volume three they're like okay we spread our wings a little bit now next one all anime again but i'll be excited to see it anyway i just like animation yeah me too um then we get now so those those are the ones that have like the most detailed synopsis is right when you start looking like when they get to the stuff that's coming later in the year they're like "Ooh, keep it mysterious don't tell them anything keep them keep them guessing this is what the the one for ahsoka says said after the fall of the empire star wars ahsoka follows the former jedi knight ahsoka tano as she investigates an emergency an emerging an emerging threat to a vulnerable galaxy that's it i said that's all you get oh okay um, All right. And then Skeleton Crew. Star Wars Skeleton Crew set in the New Republic era is about a group of kids lost in the Star Wars galaxy trying to find their way home. Cool.
1: Keep Sounds it, cool.
0: Yeah. Could <laughs> Keep, be scary. Keeping it fucking light on that. You're not giving anything away. No, man. Um, And, and no mention is of Is it just
1: uh, part look, of the... the franchise to be secretive it's kind of built in right
0: i mean in some ways yeah and in some ways it just seems to be how um star wars operates in the modern era i think they keep it a little too secret to its detriment sometimes that's my personal feeling like so their promotion is a little weird to me sometimes i don't understand it
1: the luke uh the vader being luke's father was such a big reveal
0: i mm-hmm. feel like star wars feels it has to go out of its way to with big reveal kind of things yeah no i think you're right i think you're 100 percent right is, is that like because that is such a fucking um iconic moment in like just movie history right that big turnaround right. that huge reveal like i do feel like a lot of times star Wars creators feel like they have to try and do that same thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and it works to varying degrees of su- success, right? Like to me, one of the best ones is the secret reveal in the original Knights of the old Republic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. That one, um, is pretty, pretty good even in the marketing
1: to those, what I was thinking Mm. as well, like, Mm -hmm. like they try to keep things really close to the chest until boom, you see it on TV or you see it in the film the first time.
0: Now, now the big shit like that, I don't necessarily mind, but it's, it's like they, some of this shit is goofy. Like, and it's one of those things that everybody has complained about, has stopped complaining about. And then, um, has started complaining. It's like a cycle. It keeps coming and going. And by the way, I think it's completely justified. It's why I don't, I'm not super interested in like <clears throat> the Hasbro Star Wars collecting anymore. It's because it's just stupid now, man. Like, uh-huh. uh, you mean to tell me there's a whole last show where you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen re- fucking reprise their roles, and I can't go to a Walmart or Target and get a, uh, some figures from that while it's out? I got to wait months, and then it might yeah. end. It might end up being like a retailer exclusive and gets all bought up in pre-sale it's goofy man they took the fun out of it
1: i mean somebody monetized it to the point where they've priced a certain mark. you know it's it's for an echelon of people that are super serious collectors i think they know
0: that yeah i mean you're right right because like just think about the mountains of unsold fucking force awakens merch right that's the one they went the hardest on just like the phantom menace right mountains of unsold phantom menace merch and, like, you know, you can go into a store and there's Star Wars stuff, but there's not much. Not in the toy aisle. It's pretty barren. No. I always and especially
1: check. not like there was mm-hmm. back when, you know, back when the movies were coming out.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's almost like they're so secretive with the stuff that they don't give it to the people that make that stuff in time for it to be ready by the time it comes out, right? Mm. And that's where I think the sort of fucking disappointment comes in and like the not being able to pull it off like they don't want to let their their licensees know the stuff because they don't want it to leak right so then right. you know baby yoda's a fucking hit and there's no no nothing moolah to buy anything with it you know what i'm talking about can't right. fucking buy any baby yoda when he first showed up that was epic fail um you know i just feel like not
1: having the merch ready to go that season, as soon as the reveal, like, come on, you were smart enough to put the kid in the show, knowing he would be a home run. Like,
0: well, I'm of two minds about it, kind of. Where, like, it was nice that that because, like, that was one of the biggest surprises of modern Star Wars to me. Like, I remember. I guess that's true. You know what I mean? I guess that's but you true. Don't Talking have to about do that reveal with everything, bringing
1: it back around.
0: Like, what about the way you and McGregor looked like in the Obi wan show? needed to be fucking so secret that you couldn't have obi-wan merch ready when that show came out right same thing with andor like yeah Uh, yeah absolutely nothing nothing is the answer um so there's a little bit of star wars video Uh game news the first thing is do you remember shit it's probably been almost a couple of years now maybe not that long um when Ubisoft announced that they, uh, their studio Massive was working on an open world Star Wars game, um, yeah, Massive is the the team that also has been working on that Avatar game that was supposed to come out alongside the Way of Water, but it got delayed. Okay. Um, they're working on this um, Star Wars game, and they're starting to ask for play testers that live in Sweden, so oh. it's getting there. Next year is the end of the, the exclusivity with EA. So depending on when that <coughs> officially expires, like whatever month or whatever, it may be through the whole year. But right. any of these games, the, this, the, the Knights of the Old Republic remake, none of that's coming out before that is up. But we're getting closer. I can't wait, man. <coughs> it's crazy to me that the last Star Wars game we got was Squadrons. And that feels like so long ago.
1: It does feel like a long time ago.
0: It was like a it couple years like, ago. Yeah, it feels longer than Battlefront
1: Two, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. I guess because I played so much, you know, I played much more of that game compared to Squadrons. Well, Squadrons Not that squadron was, was really was a
0: worst game, but no, Squadrons was really fun. But you don't have there was only like what two or three different modes, and then there's so many in Battlefront. You could always play a different mode, like
1: yeah you know at the end of the day it's a flight simulator and mm-hmm.
0: now that that is something niche. that is something i'm going to play on stream sometimes since i got the flight stick and shit
1: i think um, that's an incredible idea i think you should also play the star fight mode in battlefront mm-hmm. 2 it is really good and i bet that translates really well to streaming <clears throat>
0: maybe that's what we should do one night when we hang out is either play squadrons or uh, Fuck Yeah battlefront. Fuck yeah. That's a brilliant idea. Dan, um, man, man. you yeah, that'd be fun. I haven't played squadrons in quite a while. I probably played battlefront two more recently than squadrons.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: man. The, the one disappointment of, of battlefront two to me, cause like, I feel like they got it into an excellent spot finally it took him a little while to recover but like that game's in a really good spot It's a really good star wars game but they stopped yeah. support for it like just before mandalorian started and like so there's like do you know how sick it would be if fucking din Jaren right. and
1: with material
0: uh, uh fucking moff moff gideon and all that shit in there
1: yeah exactly
0: That's the one. That's a disappointment. But you know, maybe. And one supposedly,
1: stop production on
0: that for
1: what is Battlefield twenty forty two. Correct. Right.
0: I don't know, man. That's not. That's one of those internet rumor things. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. All right. All right. I don't know. It could be I true. I understand. It's just one of those things that, like, you know. I'm not
1: pushing it. I was just asking. Oh, that.
0: I didn't say you were. It's you didn't bring up anything bad. It's just. I'm not even saying that's not the case. I just haven't seen like someone from DICE be like, yeah, we stopped working on Battlefront so we could work on the new Battlefield or whatever. Right. You know? Didn't turn out well for him. Sheesh.
1: If that was the case, bad move. Bad move.
0: Bad move. Buddy. Um, And then there's some new information about Jedi Survivor. There's been some Game Informer articles and stuff. Oh, really? And there's some really cool shit in there. They talk about how there's different lightsaber stances and shit and you gotta adapt cool yeah adapt your stance like based on the enemy you're fighting and shit oh boy yeah so it sounds like they're gonna add a little bit more sort of strategy to the combat and i think that's cool um
1: i i does uh for honor have a system similar to that
0: yeah sort of Sort of, but it's a different type of gameplay, for sure. Yeah. Um, for Honor's fun. That was a good game. I had a good time playing Four Honor. Me too. Um, and he also has, like, a stance where he uses a lightsaber and a blaster. Where he can do, oh like... Oh, my goodness. Like, ranged moves and stuff. And um,
1: Luke Skywalker Return of the Jedi action.
0: Yeah, and he says, like, like uh, the guy... The, the, the head of that game, a guy ma- named Stig Asmussen, who sort of got his, his start in the God of War franchise, um, basically says it's five years since the first game and the dark times are still in full swing. He's an unconventional Jedi and he has to do unconventional things. So something that would be frowned upon during the height of the Jedi Order, Cal's finding he's going to do whatever it takes. Sort of talking about you know him using a blaster and a lightsaber.
1: It's all about survivability in this time mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. as a it's Jedi. It's in the name. That's true. That's exactly true. It's about surviving. It's not
0: about following the rules of an order. The mm-hmm. order is gone and dead. Um, and there's also going to be like big creatures you can tame and use as mounts and shit to um, move across the map and they sort of talk about how you know. That is neat. Development. development developing. Whew. Took me a second developing it solely for the current gen consoles ps5 series X and PC um, right. sort of let them make the game even bigger than the first one and you know do a lot of cool stuff so uh, I'm excited for that man that is not that long away Jedi survivor it is not that far off how far uh, March 17th If there's not any delays, which hopefully there aren't, I feel like that is a game that probably was quietly delayed. Not like, you know, we didn't know about it because it was not released. But if I had to guess, that game was probably originally supposed to be coming out around this time, you know, based on previous releases and the fact that EA doesn't really have a big game out this holiday, I don't think. So, all right, buddy. I think that's it for news. You want to do some uh, Christmas memories? Some Star Wars Christmas memories? All righty. We had a tiny little technical issue there. Nothing too bad. Um, So, buddy, you want to dive into some Star Wars Christmas memories?
1: Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, I have one for you right off the bat if you'd like. Fuck yeah, man. Bring it. Just now, talking about the amount of Star Wars toys out, I went to Ollie's one time shortly after Olivia was born. This was like two years ago.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And they had, Ollie's is where they have like discount goods and stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, things that come in big batches. And one of the products there was, I guess, one of the Force of Destiny, like Star Wars dolls. Barbie-type dolls, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Barbie-ish, but not, you know, way more star wars and realistic well i guess i realistic but it was a doll but it's princess leia it's return of the jedi jungle princess leia and it's badass and i was like oh, well. i'm gonna get this for olivia she's not old enough for it yet and so like i have hoarded it out in my little shop room but it's right there where i can see it like and i'm i every i mean all year every year like i, I can see it when i go out there and I'm like, i'm gonna give that to her one year she's not old enough for it yet but I figured I had to get it when I saw it. Cause you never know, you know, we know that you know, aren't toys good. are, you know, toys are not always in production. They come in and out of production. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get it while I knew it was there. Yeah. So that I could that... give it to her one day and I, every Christmas, you know, I have to make, you know, is, is this this year,
0: the year mm-hmm. it's not this year,
1: but it's probably next year.
0: Um, yeah. And that line is completely done. Like they don't, they don't make that line anymore so you made a good call going ahead and grabbing it and i yeah. think some of the later ones are like somewhat collectible in that line like maybe the second wave maybe like ahsoka and stuff i don't know huh. but that but that one <clears throat> doesn't it come with like a little wicket too it does in fact mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's a good one
1: sounds like a should about too
0: I don't know about that one. I don't know about... Because I think that was in the first wave. I think it's mainly... I don't know. I feel like maybe there was like a Kylo and Ray 2-pack that was somewhat rare and maybe Ahsoka. I can't remember. I can't remember. It's too much to keep up with for a line that I didn't even collect. I did think they were neat, though. They're um, pretty cool.
1: I think they're great way to introduce girls to the property. Kind of. Um, there may be something that fits that you know uh bill out there and i just uh-huh. haven't looked for it or should come across it but uh oh I, man i thought the, the little it's timeless one. yeah you know, those it's not doesn't matter if some of these shows are currently running like if they're out there and available for streaming those characters are characters are currently being watched by somebody
0: yeah and well I also think that those I thought those Forces of Destiny little shorts were pretty fucking cool, man. Absolutely. Yeah, here's here's what they got. They actually did some of these that I didn't even realize they did that were really cool. So this was the I think the first batch, Jen, Leia, Ray, and Sabine. Sabine's cool. Ray comes with the little BB eight. And then um that's the one you got, right? Yep, yeah, that's it. Yep, and Dora Leia, and Wicked's got like a little bow and arrow, and that yep. suspiciously Leia-sized uh, dress that the Ewoks come up with. Yep. Ahsoka. That one. That's the one that I didn't know they did was fucking episode two, Padme and her uh, her fighter pilot gear. That's sick. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That was a cool little line, man, but the the amount of star wars lines out there that they did like maybe one or two waves of and they were like we don't do this anymore we're gonna be buried out in the desert like a
1: the numbers just aren't there to justify the
0: production bro, bro that kylo forces of destiny is kind of fucking cursed though dude Woof! look at him oh my he's even angry looking bro he's even angry looking look at ray she's about to pop him in the head with that blaster yeah and happy about it look at he looks like a weird ass mr rogers puppet is what he looks like my Um, first bad boyfriend so (laughs) when i was a kid right so i was born in 83 and saw star wars probably 87 ish i know i was four and so by the time I was old enough to be like yo I like Star Wars and Star Wars has toys, you couldn't find Star Wars toys anymore. There was no eBay, right? Like Uh-oh. Look at that another damn fucking technical difficulty. The grinch, the grinch is you know showing it's up.
1: The that
0: big ice the polar vortex is fucking with our machines. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And we ain't even in that polar vortex really. Mm-hmm. It's coming, though. Chugga-chugga. Mm. Um, so, like I was saying, when I was a kid, right, uh, and wanted Star Wars toys, they just weren't on the shelves anymore. You could find some. I remember going into stores like, almost like Ollie's. Like you, There used to be this store in Columbus called Gibson's that was kind of like Ollie's, you know, it was sort uh-huh. of discontinued stuff and older stuff. And you could go in there and they would have like a wall of Return of the Jedi figures and it would be all the rancor keeper like it would just be hundreds of rancor keepers and i'd be like they don't ever have darth vader or luke skywalker they just got this fat guy this fucking rancor keeper but i do remember the first christmas i ever got star wars stuff i don't know where my parents found them but they Rustled up a vintage like the the Kenner Tie Fighter. I remember it was the blue battle damaged one. Oh my goodness! And I was very excited about this thing, man. Um, and it had like you know battery operated sounds in it and shit. And then they also got me a Rancor. So not the Rancor Keeper, um, the actual Rancor Monster. And do you want to talk about something? This guy right here. He just looks like a big old doo-doo with hands and teeth. Oh, yeah. Just a big old... Look at his ding-dong. That is a tail, but it sure enough looks like he is just swinging monster dino-dong. That's the turtle tails that the Ninja Turtles had to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, And boy, did I think this guy was cool. I didn't have a Luke Skywalker to fight him. I had a Rancor keeper. And so I was like, well, hey, man, now you got something to keep. But you know, mm-hmm. the Ghostbusters, they fought this dude the ghostbusters oh, for I sure bet. fucking I fought bet. this dude for sure ninja turtles later they fought the rancor mm-hmm. man and yeah and this was like that was kind of the extent oh you know what else that same year i got the Jabba, the vintage Jabba. um oh nice with him on his little dais yeah yep. this this thing is fucking tight too man that was good that was a good christmas gift right there um but yeah They're it's it just wasn't readily available right you couldn't just go up to a store and be like oh star wars stuff yeah you know star wars was was put out to pasture for a little while so it wasn't really your parents
1: had to like peruse flea markets and shit call around back in that was back in the day too mm-hmm.
0: yeah who knows where they found i mean they found some new old stock of jabba the rancor and a, a blue tie fighter and i was like shit Jackpot, baby. <laughs> but yeah, it was the longest time before I saw like a vintage Luke Skywalker figure in person. I was probably like 11 or 12 when my local comic book store started selling vintage Star Wars figures and they'd have them like in the glass case up front where they'd keep the magic cards and shit. Right. And bro, I would scrape up some dollars and be like, I'm going to buy a Stormtrooper today. And I did. I bought that Stormtrooper man but I love these like I even love this guy this guy man I love that guy that's what I think of when I think of Star Wars toys on the shelves is the poor fucking Rancor keeper
1: my cousin William Ashmore had a cool collection of toys I want to oh, see him at Christmas time he had some really cool toys he had like the Exo Squad guys oh, and like Exo the Squad aliens so and the Ripley with the machine Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
0: Um, what's your next one, buddy? What, what's another Star Wars Christmas memory you have?
1: Uh, Star Wars Christmas memory. Uh, my dad. I think for like three years, progressing, I got the Star Wars Power of the Force mm-hmm. um toys, and I remember some that being some of the most kickass shit. Um, because I got an X-wing one year mm-hmm. with uh, a beefy. Uh Tatooine, Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, I think I got a snowspeeder and a Tie Fighter, and uh, those were kick-ass. The sound effects on that fucking Hoth snowspeeder were so fucking cool. hmm Um, and then I got the next year I got the Millennium Falcon, and that was the big one. Yeah, like, the Millennium Falcon was this big. Guy. It had four sound buttons on it. Yep, yep. I still got that guy
0: um yeah you do i found
1: I, him last year not too long ago one
0: time i went to will's apartment here in birmingham just to hang out you know two du- dudes hanging out and he was like i got something to show you and he went and opened his closet in his apartment and he produced a boxed power of the force 2 millennium falcon and x-wing like he had it all in there you know i was yep, like I dude do. i'm jealous um now see this was going to be my next one too because 1995 when these power of the force 2 things started coming out. That was the first year I had like a Star Wars Christmas, right, because you could find Star Wars stuff then. That Christmas, I got the Millennium Falcon and the first sort of wave of figures, which was like Luke, Leia, Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, Chewbacca, how you doing there, Chewbacca? Chewbacca. Um, And I was so stoked. I was like, it's back. It didn't even, I am, one hundred percent honest with you that it at no point did it fucking dawn on me that these people were too buff, you know what I mean i did never even yeah. th- thought it was a thing until I saw people no. making fun of it online years later, yeah and I was like exactly, oh I just yeah, they're kind of right the toy and I was like, yeah, they are right, these guys are wrestlers almost, mm-hmm. yeah, and boof. This Princess Leia figure was rough. She looks like the lead singer of the fucking uh, give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> the Chili Peppers. She looks like Chili Anthony Pepper. Kiedis. I got there eventually. But, man, I so, like, you know, I know these, especially the first couple of waves when the proportions were all weird, are um, not necessarily considered well. Like, you know, these are the Star Wars figures you go to a flea market or or like a... Antique store now, and they have like a big pile of them, and they're selling them for two dollars a piece, carded and shit. You know, yeah. But yeah. I love these things, man. They're I really love great. These. They
1: this toy line was on the mark. Mm-hmm. The the quality of the vehicles, excellent. You know, I mean, and, say and, what you want about the build <laughs> of the action figure itself, the detail, mm-hmm. the attempt at um, replicating. You know their likeness was pretty good for Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi. You know C three PO and R two D two were on point as well. So it was Chewbacca. I mean, you know, they're, oh, the shit, one dude. that didn't, I didn't realize this was the, the same
0: year the same year oh Oh, my
1: god dude those are the first three vhs movies it's the trilogy Mm -hmm. the original trilogy vhs and it's the box it's got the three different colors the blue purple and red yeah the heads Uh, like a new hope has vader
0: empire has a stormtrooper and return of the jedi has yoda i got this for christmas that year too and it was the first time i owned legit copies of star wars on vhs the exactly. other copies i had were like taped off a of tv and shit and yeah i still have this box set it's here in I this do house. Too. i do too i will never let this go that is that shit i was blew so my mind. fucking excited and <clears> that those are the ones that have the interviews with george lucas at the beginning with leonard malton yes D- where and he starts talking about the prequels and shit in them and i just remember being like holy shit it's going to happen.
1: It's going to happen yeah. any day now. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, there is more.
0: Mm-hmm. There's more Star Wars. I can't believe he's going to make more Star Wars. And then the very next year um, would have been, I'm pretty sure that would have been when I got, yeah, right? 1996? Yes. I got Shadows of the Empire for Christmas from a Nintendo yeah. 64. Pfft, jackpot. Jackpot. And I remember my mom telling me, like, because, you know, it was at this point where it was, like, the, like you know, I'm 14. No, 19, I'm 13. Like, you know, the Santa thing, we know, all right? Right. Right? We know at this point. And I remember my mom being like, I know you say you want that Star Wars Nintendo game, but it, we can't find it anywhere. And it turns out it's because it released real late in the year, like December 3rd, from what I was just reading. Oh, wow. And I was like, hey, it's okay. If you can't find it, you can't find it. Like, What am I going to do, you know? We're in Columbus, Mississippi. And I remember, like, reading about it in video game magazines, and I was so stoked for Shadows of the Empire in general. And then, like, it wasn't in Blockbuster or any of the rental places. Because, once again, this was in the day when you just get online and watch a bunch of trailers, and you're like, oh, shit, this comes out on Tuesday next week. I'll pre-order a copy, you know? like. But, man, getting this for Christmas that's what i did on my christmas break was play shadows of the empire over and over and over and over again
1: i ended up getting it on pc for christmas one year i obviously wasn't the year it came out but um i got stuck i got stuck on the fucking i think it was like a trash level like you had to fight ig88 yep and it was like a platforming jumping around with a limited jetpack
0: like, that shit was hard no that it is not an hard. easy game and the controls are clunky it is a game much like a lot of the games on the 64 library it, I, i've got some what i've found out are sort of controversial takes on the 64 is that like a lot of those games don't hold up very well like if really. you play them today because the the controls are awful shadows of the empire being one of them like Uh-oh. i think uh, ocarina of time is great mario 64 say, is great uh,
1: that one that one, I played that one a lot, Ocarina of Time. Me
0: too. Me too. I still think that one's good. Not all of them are bad, but some of those 64 games do not hold Star well. Star
1: Fox was good.
0: Star, Star Fox, Fox is, is
1: better on 64 than it was on Nintendo.
0: So On Super Nintendo, it definitely on was. On Super Nintendo. Yep. Absolutely. So you got another one? Um. <laughs> I
1: One Christmas, my dad made fun of me because I... Uh, When we would go shopping or something, like if I would see a candlestick or like a series of pipe, I would always point out, hey, that looks like a lightsaber. (laughs) If you look at it, that looks like it. And eventually, I said it enough that my dad would be like, hey, that looks like a lightsaber. And I'd be like, oh, shit.
0: My dad's breaking my balls. Bruh, your dad's dunking on your ass? Yeah. Man. Man. I definitely got this the Christmas it came out too, the special edition VHS set. I still have oh, that too. Oh yeah. Uh the yeah, the special editions, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh I got them in widescreen. Yep, me too. That I think that was the first widescreen um VHS I ever bought cuz I'm pretty sure my Star Wars, I can't remember. Maybe those were widescreen too. I can't remember. But I remember like do you remember back in the day when dvds first started kicking off they would sell a full screen and a widescreen version uh-huh and i'd have to like my mom would be like what do you want for christmas i'd be like i want braveheart on dvd widescreen it has to be widescreen and she'd be like <laughs> Dad, it doesn't fill up the whole screen, screen? <laughs> yeah now everything's widescreen um uh What was I going to say? Shit. I just hit a fucking pothole there for a second. My bad. Oh. I
1: derailed you back. So.
0: <clears throat> oh, it's totally fine. Doesn't take much. Um, but yeah. You got I, another Star Wars Christmas memory? I, so like, probably, I have two more that sort of stick in, the, in my mind. Like, well, two to three. Like, obviously, 1999, the Christmas after, um, the phantom menace like i got a bunch of phantom menace toys for christmas that year and you know my family was like he's 16 and he's asking for star wars toys he's gonna be he's gonna die alone this man gonna die alone he's too old to be asking for star wars toys and here we are fucking what almost 30 years later holy shit, 25 almost 25 years later and i'm still like i like star wars toys can i get my hands? i think it's a good thing i don't think it's a bad thing um and that's what's crazy to think about that is that would have been seven months after phantom menace and i was still super hyped on phantom menace i mean we all were oh man anybody that
1: had kids back then you know
0: was living the magic that the kids loved it. this guy i remember seeing this guy like early on having the internet And looking at Star Wars toys online, like sites devoted to Star Wars toys, and they had a leak of this version of Luke Skywalker from Shadows of the Empire in that red armor. And I remember being like, is that from a new movie or something? Like, because, you know, that's not something in the movies. And, like, this was before I knew anything about what Shadows of the Empire was, but I was very hyped. I was like, what the fuck is that? His armor's so cool. Um... And then, like, past that, like, Star Wars Christmas for me was, like, 2015 to 2019. Always having a Star Wars movie in the theater. You know, like, the fact that Star Wars and Christmas, line, like, sort of lined up with each other yeah. for all those movies was, like, real cool, man. Because, like, you know, working a little less during the wintertime. You know, going to see the family. Me and my dad went to see a bunch of them when I'd go home for Christmas, the new Star Wars movies. Me um, and my dad used to watch movies at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Not
1: necessarily, You know, we like going to theater to see movies too, but we, you know, we would go to the theater to see movies around Christmas time. We would watch movies at home a lot. And Star Wars, being the obsession of mine to the regret of my parents, would request Star
0: Wars a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah we both have a very similar story of uh both of our dads like being being like hey can we go rent a movie and our dad's both being like it's not star you're not renting anything star, but Wars. star Wars anything but Star Wars uh, we you both can have that anything you want other than Star Wars yep we both have that and I' be like oh damn it because you read my mind <laughs> I remember one specific Christmas it had to be 2011 I, I know in fact I know. Yeah, it was definitely 2011 when it was right when the Old Republic came out. Right. Um, I got Old Republic gift cards for Christmas, like, you know, time cards since it's a subscription MMO and just like hanging out in Columbus. Like I wasn't single for the first time in a really long time. The, The future seemed bright, which is pretty dumb to fucking think about now. But, like, sitting there and playing that new Star Wars game while watching Star Wars on like TBS or something on Christmas Eve, and yeah. just being like, dude, all is fucking right in- with the world. And this was before I they forgot. announced there was going to be new Star Wars.
1: That's when they used to play. Mm-hmm. Star Wars movies used to play along the holidays, they would mm-hmm. play the trilogy several times mm-hmm. throughout the holidays. And they would be on TV during Christmas.
0: Yep, and I would just hang out in the den TBS, at my grandmother's TNT. house while like, the family's getting Christmas dinner together or getting ready to go to Midnight Mass, where I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. You guys go on. I'm going to hang out here and watch Star Wars. <laughs> That's my Midnight Mass. Um, So, yeah, man. Star Wars and Christmas goes hand in hand a lot of time.
1: Yeah. It'd be nice Very if true. we had
0: a fucking... Star Wars movie to look forward to this Christmas. Oh, just man. Just can't tell make me it happen. It. Just can't make it happen. Can't get over the finish line. What's that about? I don't know, buddy. I don't really know. We'll figure it out one day. <laughs> I, just, I mean, it just seems like you can't fuck that up. It's, you know what? I was, I'm, I'm halfway, since we don't have to record tomorrow and that frees up a little chunk of my day, I'm halfway considering going to see that Avatar movie. Tomorrow. you Should, dude, you totally should. Yeah, I, I want bet to it's see good. It. I bet it is too. But man, that like I get a very little free time, and that is a ch- a chunk and a half of free time oh, to yeah. devote. It is quite
1: a commitment. Mm-hmm. But I might, It could be a good thing.
0: Yeah, could, it might be able could to be a, like a
1: free time commitment. It could be a good thing.
0: It might be uh worth it. Get out the house a little bit. Fucking so go in the afternoon. It might not be crazy busy. Yeah go hang out with jake suley and awa jake suley
1: man you know yeah, if, i wonder if sigourney weaver will be in this one oh she you uh, know
0: she was absorbed by the tree um i'm pretty sure she is she might be playing a different character from what i understand i see but i think she is well that's cool the reason I know for a fact that she is, like sitting here play, playing Koy, is because my goddaughter Taylor is so into Avatar. When we went to see the Avatar re-release earlier this year. She was breaking down all, she was telling me about characters. She was like, and there's this guy named Spider. And I was like, where are you finding about, Where? how are you finding all this? And she's like, it's in interviews and stuff. And I'd be like, damn. Fucking, she's on it. I was like, "I, I see you, Taylor. I get it. You are about Avatar like I am. Star Wars. I get it. Oh, uh, dude. I was looking. I was trying to look at something cool. I was like, I bet you I could find something cool Avatar related for Taylor for Christmas. Right. And you yeah. have to see this fucking figure I found, man. Um, this. Does she
1: have the one from? Oh,
0: bro. They have a oh, Jake Sully and wheelchair action figure. They do, bro. All I got, I could customize that to look like me real quick. You could look at this, Jake Sully and woo, Jake Sully and Avatar wheelchair is fifty bucks. Holy fuck, strange. you, fuck you, James Cameron. You need to reissue that shit. Get out of here, fifty dollars for Jake Sully in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> no sir, no sir. I bet you I find a better deal on that somewhere. Yeah, right. They're like, no, man, that's the Chase figure. Wheelchair Suli? That's the Chase. Oh, oh, here's another one. There's another Wheelchair Suli. It's a variant. This one's so expensive that they don't even have the price on Amazon. Let's see what the all the bot. 75 bucks get (laughs) fucked. It's just him with a shaved head and a different T-shirt. I was about to say, this one's kind of less cool than the last one. Bro. This is from the first movie i'll be damned i'm gonna get that that's what i'm gonna get liam for christmas he's gonna be like (laughs) uh dad what is this and you're gonna have to be like dude oh that's jake sully that's jake sully do you have three and a half hours liam because you can find out real quick if
1: you like dinosaurs and blue cats that ride dinosaurs i have a movie for you
0: Ooh, the mech is kind of cool though does it have a little figure you can put in the mech um, you could get her, I don't know if they sell it online. I'm sure they do,
1: but the little Disney version of uh one of the thing one of those flying things that sits on your shoulder oh. and you can control it. Oh, like the Banshee? The, yeah, the yeah, Banshee. Yeah, she's got that. Control she's it like she's got that. Lizard. She's
0: been to that avatar ride all the time. Like the la- she went to uh Disney. That ride's for her. Really cool. That's what I hear. She went to um Disney for um her uh, like high school graduation present or whatever, her parents took her to Disney. And she was like, I rode uh, Rise of the Resistance and, and the Avatar wa- ride. And I was like, oh really? How was Rise of the Resistance? And she goes, Avatar was really good. <laughs> <laughs> she said Rise of the Resistance was cool, but like she's, she's full in on Avatar. She's got like shirts yeah. and stuff and merch. It's impressive. Oh, wow. That's what kids have nowadays Avatar Christmases instead of Star Wars Christmases. I ain't say t- they've got all kinds of new avatar merch. I have not seen one single piece of merch on the shelves of this shit though. this is all special yeah. order. Jake Suley. And My Will. kid's having a Mario Godzilla Christmas. Oh, that's a good combo. Some Man. Legos does he have the uh Sonic the Hedgehog Lego set? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, that's what I got Jackson for Christmas. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's a neat set. Man, do you remember when they first started doing Star Wars Lego? Blew my mind because it was always something like I was like, man, I wish I knew how to build an X Wing out of all these damn loose Legos, and yeah. I'd try and it'd look all busted. And then they it started... was pretty revolutionary. It was, and it saved their ass. Star Wars sag- saved Lego's ass.
1: What's funny is that, uh, actually, okay, here, quick Christmas story. Uh, I we went to <laughs> Disney World for Christmas last year, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to ride some of those rides. And Liam got the the Lego he asked from the Lego shop at the Disney shops was uh, the Boba Fett's ship. Oh, that's and cool. So him and my dad sat in the hotel room. Uh, I remember you sending me pictures of this and put together started putting together the uh, the slave the slave one or is it two slave slave one slave one. and uh, I finished it. He, they got it partially built, and I
0: finished it when we got home. I gotcha. Look at this. That's what's her name? Zoe Saldana, natiri. yeah she's the one that says Jake Sully. I see you. Scown. Yeah, I know my Avatar shit. Watch out now. I haven't seen the sequel, but I know my shit. Hey, yo. Full on. This is about to turn into an Avatar podcast. James Cameron would love to hear it. He probably wouldn't. I'm sorry. That dude seems a little douchey. And we agree on a lot of shit. Like the overall message in Avatar and shit. I'm like, yeah, man, I get it. I agree. All right, we got to stop talking about Avatar. We got one email this week because we recorded early, but it's from my mom. Aw. So. For the win. For the win. She says, hello, Halls and Will. To start off with, I just want to say to both of you, I want you both to know how much I look forward to your podcast every week. Will, I want you to know that I received your beautiful Christmas card. Thank you so much. The pictures are awesome. But this mama needs to meet the youngest one in person very soon before she gets out of the baby stage because i really need to hold a baby since i haven't <laughs> held one since Jax was a baby and he's five now oh my mom she, my mom's got baby fever Halls, you oh, know this mama tell. loves you very gonna much gonna have or, to have your mom over the house to hold baby yeah yeah um she says hall you halls you know this mama loves you very much and wants you to know how proud i was of you when you told your followers about your cancer just know that whenever you need this, Mama, me and your dad will be there for you. Love, Mama Burkhart. Yeah, I know. Aww. You didn't have to send an email. I appreciate you, Mom, man. and I love you. You know what's funny? You had is a good mom there. People uh, really like when I tell my mom story, like tell stories about my mom on stream. It's because your mom is a gem. Of course they yeah, love hearing is. stories about her. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah, man. I remember, I think probably the last star wars related christmas present i got from my parents was um one of the lightsabers the force effects lightsabers when oh that's cool um i think it was probably 2015 when force awakens came out and my mom being like you really want a toy lightsaber for christmas and i was like yeah i sure do and she, and now i bet she'd be like that toy lightsaber is pretty cool i'm all caught up on star wars <laughs> i've seen it all you should see- Man, the messages I got from like Steel and Emily and King Tom when they heard about my mom watching all of Star, all of Wars. Star Wars. Steel sent me a message and he was like, "Hauls, your mom has seen all of Clone Wars? That's fucked up. And I was like, yep, she's way into it. <laughs> and he means, you know, as a joke. He's jo- mom, uh, Of course. That's yeah. a bit, mom. Your mom's ability to crush media is impressive. Sure is. I'm going to have to get her started on like Game of Thrones or something next.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: I'm sure she'd dig that. She'd be like, oh, Super dramatic. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. All right, buddy. Well, hey, listen. Thanks for recording with me. This was a nice laid-back episode. Absolutely.
1: Some good Christmas
0: stories. Yeah, man. I hope all you guys have a wonderful holiday. However you celebrate or, you know, just get some time off, relax, you know, hang out with the family, whatever it is you do.
1: Be safe when you're traveling in the very, very cold weather yeah man carry an extra blanket with you make sure your phone is charged perhaps I have an extra battery to call for help
0: listen to this survival will is giving you guys the real shit you need to know the hey, real I'm shit. serious it, sometimes mm-hmm. it gets real out there i tell you what I, i'm gonna get up because i have a, like a long ass work day like a 12 or 13 hour day on christmas eve oh damn so i'm just gonna hang out at the house christmas eve and then get up super early like six or so and head over to Mi- mississippi on christmas morning Uh And it is going to be cold when I get up that morning. It's going to be frozen. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, hey, listen. Thanks for listening. Um, Why don't you leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't already? Helps other people uh, find us, and uh, we really appreciate it. If you like the theme song, be sure to check out the band. That was kind enough to provide the music, They're Stoned Cobra. And you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, or at StoneCobra.BandCamp.com. And uh, till next week, we'll be our last episode of the year next week, Will.
1: Oh, fucking man. Last
0: one of the year. Bringing it on home, man. On Sliding it, it in. Then we're fucking on to episode 400 in 2023, baby. I might have to find a special guest for the the episode 400 stream. Might have to see who I can get. Okay, cool. AKA, who I can fucking throw together a busted ass cosplay of for under like 30 bucks.
1: Oh, that would be great. If you get a Kanan helmet. I don't know how much a Kanan helmet would cost. That would be oh,
0: easy. I know a dude. I know a dude. Yeah, but I wouldn't be able to see during the podcast. That could be pretty. And plus, man, I ain't stepping on the real Canaan's toes. I know the real Canaan. That'd be like me showing up and being like, ha-ha, it's me, Quinlan Voss." This is a little bit <laughs> infringement. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, really, thanks for listening to us this year. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday, and we'll see you next week. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest, and I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Whitten. may the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. May the Force be with us.